This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by John Donahue, Vice President of Corporate Information Services at Penn Medicine. John, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Great. Thank you for the opportunity. Now, I am really excited to have you on for this discussion. I know there's a lot going on today as healthcare is evolving and really some really great opportunities. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure, absolutely. Well, as you said, I'm currently a vice president with Penn Medicine in Philadelphia. It's a large academic health system. You know, I've spent the bulk of my 40-year career so far in healthcare IT leadership with over half of that at Penn. Um, I started as a systems program and kind of worked my way up. And what resonated with me from early days was the mission of healthcare. And that's what kept me in this space. Had the good fortune to work for several large healthcare organizations over the last 40 years and still awed by sort of the delivery of world-class healthcare by providers. Um, over the years, I've had responsibility for almost all the key areas of IS applications, infrastructure, cybersecurity. And now I do something called entity services, which is leading a team of IT resources that are embedded locally at the Penn Medicine hospitals and other entities. Got it. Wow, that's fascinating. And so when you're kind of leading your teams to, to uh, what you need in order to transform IT and healthcare delivery, what are you most focused on? What are some of the opportunities that you see ahead as well as the headwinds that you have your eye on right now? Yes, yeah, so I think we'll maybe start with opportunities. I think that we live in pretty exciting times. I think there's some innovative technologies in healthcare that are finally maturing and beginning to deliver value. So the, the potential is huge, in my opinion. You know, we saw with COVID things like artificial intelligence and machine learning had the opportunity to be game changers. Things now that we're looking at are ambient listening to help with physician burnout and physician frustration. That shows great promise. So I think as healthcare leaders, we need to be what I think of as bimodal, and that's uh, sort of balancing our focus on operational excellence as well as innovation at the same time. When I think of headwinds, the one that comes to mind is the financial headwinds in healthcare right now. As we all know, the cost of healthcare continues to rise. And I think as an IT leader, we need to play our part by driving costs out of the system. Uh, we need to protect our assets that are aligned closely to our mission. And we need to really help guide investments that are towards transformative initiatives, if you will. And then lastly, on this front, I think tied to financial headwinds would be the focus on our staff and making sure that we keep retention rates high. You know, I think the hard and soft costs associated with turnover is just too impactful to the mission. And uh, we really need to stay aligned on keeping the key people in those seats on the bus. Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, and it is really interesting. I know from talking to a lot of different executives over health systems that that is almost always one of their number one and number two things that they talk about is staffing and recruitment and talent development and pipelines and those kinds of things to make sure that they can keep the great talent within their organization. So when you look at how IT can support that and, and what you're really doing at Penn Medicine, what do you feel like you've been able to do well and, and uh, has really been successful for you? You know, when we talk about like retention and turnover rates, we spend an awful lot of time investing in our personnel. You talked about development. So we make sure that people have a, a clear development path. They've got a clear career path. We do internal career progression programs. We focus on what's most important to our people. So we've really spent an awful lot of time in both investing in our people and two is investing in frontline managers. You know, we find often that as people leave organizations, it's because they don't get along with their managers. And, you know, we spend a lot of time developing those first line managers so they know how to manage. So they're sensitive to providing feedback and constructive criticism and developing their teams themselves. And 
it's really been very effective for us. That's great to hear. Now, I was wondering, too, when you think about growth and development over the next few years and adding value to the organization, how are you thinking about all of that? What does it really take to add value as an IT organization to the overall company? Yeah, it's a great question. I think you always need to be providing some level of value, the higher the better. You know, for me, I think it comes down to understanding the transformative initiatives that are moving the needle in healthcare and then providing the IT leadership to make that happen. So for me, it's a couple of things. It means often being a bit of a champion for those initiatives. That means playing the liaison role between the organization and IT. And then lastly, I think it means influencing a cross-functional group of people that actually drive the innovation. So at Penn, we talk about our mantra is, is the three C's. It's common systems, centrally managed, and collaboratively implemented. And that lastly, the collaborative implementation is the thing that's our secret sauce, if you will. And I think it's what's really allowed us to deliver, you know, exceptional value to the system, if you will. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And I love that idea of that collaborative implementation and creating those teams that are really focused on the initiatives that are most needle moving for the organization. When you are developing those teams, how do you put them together? How are they constructed? And uh, really, when you're identifying somebody who would be a great member of the team to move these initiatives forward, what does that look like? I think there's two things that are key for us. One is identifying both an operational leader and an IT leader. So in many organizations, you have IT projects or you have business projects. And when they fail, it's easy to point fingers. With us, with having that collaboration at the leadership level, it really ensures that we both have skin in the game. And, you know, if operations is behind on something, we pitch in and help out. If we're behind on something, operations chips in and, pit and uh, helps out. So that collaboration and that skin in the game at the leadership level is absolutely critical. And it's sort of become part of our culture in IT at uh, Penn Medicine. And then the second thing is obviously staffing it with talented people. And you know, the one key ingredient that we have found over time has been project management and making sure that we've got, you know, high level project and program managers that are deeply engaged, understanding um, the nuances of the project, the dependencies of the project, uh, doing reporting that's available to senior leadership so we can make adjustments. So those are a couple of things that come to mind, in my opinion, when you're running these larger projects and trying to be successful. That really makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for going through that with us. Now, I know we've talked a little bit already about the financial situation and how every healthcare dollar right now is especially precious. But when you think through where we're at today, what is one risk or investment that you think is really worth making this year? Yeah, I think for us, a key investment is going to be enabling an enhanced digital experience around providing access to our world-class providers. Um, so, you know, everybody talks now about digital front doors and digital engagement, but I think for us, it's really the tipping point. It's the time where we need to make it easier to get access to those world-class providers. So it's one of those transformative initiatives for us. It's going to move the needle in terms of patient experience and patient satisfaction. So, as I said, I think expectations are really high because people are having this experience with other industries, uh, but it's our opportunity to enhance the way we deliver care to our community. And it's probably the number one investment, again, in my opinion, for us this year. Got it. Absolutely. I love that. And, you know, it just really speaks to, I know, the movement and the trend towards more uh, initiatives in making sure the patient experience is great, making sure the provider experience is great, and uh, really connecting that with the technology as a tool to move things forward. Before we wrap up our conversation, could you talk a little bit about the future? How are you thinking about 
growth and opportunities that will really be beneficial for you down the line two or three years or so? Sure. You know, I touched about this a little bit earlier, but I, I think the opportunities for growth really in, a, in our world in IT are in the innovation space within healthcare. Um, I think if you if you could fast forward a couple of years and then look back and see, this is a period where I believe there's going to be significant innovations that will take place that will allow the health systems to evolve and deliver better care more efficiently, which will help us on the cost curve. Um, I think that's just going to be critical for us as we move forward. Um, as I said earlier, I, I see there's a bit of a tipping point. I think that these technologies are becoming more mature. I think the organizations that adopt them and implement them in a really strong fashion are going to see the benefits sooner than some of the other organizations. So to me, that's the best opportunity for growth from an IT leadership perspective and making an impact on the health system itself. Fantastic. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun conversation, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you.